Hello, Red Sox fans and uh, Red Sox Nation. I am your host, Sid Shankar, and this is the inaugural episode of the Sox Buzz podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited to uh, be able to have you guys here on this amazing journey with me. And since this is the first episode, I wanted to uh, talk to you guys about yesterday. So as we all know, yesterday was the first day since September 29th, 2019, that Fenway Park was able to operate at 100% capacity. Amazing day. I was so happy to be there. Thankfully, I was able to go to the game and have uh, an amazing time, experience what Fenway Park was like. Um, despite the fact that there were only about 25,000 fans, it was still loud as ever. It was still just as loud as when you'd have 37, 38,000 fans in the stands. And yeah, there were a couple of drunk fans. I mean, that's what you'd expect at any Red Sox game. But uh, despite that, I was able to talk to a lot of the other fans and have myself a great time. The fans, man, the fans go crazy. We go crazy. We were super loud, especially in the top of the seventh inning when Ottavino struck out Jesus Aguilar and Garrett Cooper um, to a get out of the bases loaded uh, jam. And eventually, the uh, top of the eighth inning was scoreless, courtesy of Hirokazu Sawamura and Darwinson Hernandez. And then Barnes came in to uh, shut the door. Um, that Garrett Cooper uh, double play was one of the lo- one of the uh, loudest moments ever at Fenway Park, in my opinion. We were just yelling. I know I was yelling to the top of my lungs. Everybody went crazy. Everybody was super happy. We were all singing Dirty Water, and we were all singing Tessie. It was a great time. Now, despite the uh, cold temperatures, everybody really enjoyed it there. Um, it was a really, really awesome time. And hopefully in the coming days, Fenway Park will actually be completely filled to uh, its max capacity. And that'll be even more fun when fans are able to go to the games, when I'm able to go to the games and all other 37,000 plus fans are there. And uh, yeah, pitching was especially good yesterday. Uh, Nathan Evaldi um, did throw a lot of pitches, but he had a pretty strong outing in about 5.1 innings pitched. He uh, struck out seven uh, while allowing no runs on a couple of hits. What you'd really see out of Evaldi, I mean, the last couple of outings he had were kind of rough, but this one was definitely one that he uh, really needed. And then our bullpen, man, our bullpen went crazy. And that's another thing about uh, the Red Sox. The Red Sox have a uh, criminally, criminally underrated bullpen, and that's something that uh, I think we have going for us is not only the lineup, but the super strong bullpen. So... Over the fa- uh, past five outings, the Red Sox bullpen has combined for 15 innings pitched, allowed only four earned runs, uh, allowing 15 hits and striking out 15 guys. That's good for a 240 ERA, um, a 1.0 whip, which is amazing, and then nine strikeouts per nine, which is uh, pretty damn good. It just goes to show you how the Red Sox bullpen and the lineup has definitely been helping us and how it's been cleaning up the mess that the starting pitching has kind of been creating. And despite a couple of good outings that starting pitching has been having, um, we've kind of like struggled as of recently. And that's something that we definitely need to address that uh, Cora definitely needs to address that Heim Bloom definitely needs to address. And Matt Barnes continues to show why he's the best reliever in the American League, potentially even the best in baseball. Leads the American League in saves at 12 saves, currently tied with Liam Hendricks. And Barnes also leads all relief pitchers in strikeouts with 41 strikeouts, which is a pretty big deal. And 
Right, the rest of our bullpen has definitely been doing good. Hirokazu has been shining. Ottavino has been picking it up. Now he has a 295 ERA. Uh, Garrett Whitlock hasn't pitched in a couple of days, but he's doing fantastic. Uh, the rest of our guys are uh, showing up. Darwinson's been doing better. Josh Taylor even has been doing better, even though he's been uh, struggling. And that brings me to uh, another point, the uh, future of the uh, Red Sox. So despite what everyone has been saying about us having one of the worst farm systems in the league, I definitely think we've got some guys. We've obviously got uh, top prospects, Tristan Casas and Jaron Duran, who uh, are sadly playing for Team USA. They won't be called up uh, quite yet, but they've been killing it down in AAA in the minors. Jaron Duran is definitely a great hitter. He's been uh, picking up that fifth two of that power. Um, Tristan Casas is definitely going to be a stud when he gets called up to the MLB. And hopefully Tanner Houck um, actually picks it up when he um, when he comes up to the uh, Boston Red Sox and he um, becomes a better starting pitcher, especially when sales come, Sale comes back, just to definitely bolster that starting five, the the um, weak point of the, uh, the Boston Red Sox. And overall... I think the Red Sox are in good hands in the future. We've got some really good prospects. Our farm system is slowly, very slowly, but very steadily been getting better. The Red Sox have been surprising all of us, including me as a loyal Red Sox fan. I thought we were going to finish third or fourth, maybe in fifth in the division. I never expected us to be um, making a run for number one place in the division. Currently, obviously, the Rays have number one in the division. Unfortunately, they've been on a roll as of late. They've won a lot of games, 15 of their last 16, in fact. But that's pretty much what I have to say about the Red Sox. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning into this uh, first episode of the Sox Buzz podcast. I know, again, it was a short episode, but I'm figure, figuring some things out. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Hopefully you tune into the next episode. This is Sid signing off. Peace out.